Good evening, and welcome to the Rhythm Note of Public Health. With me, Kai Ayenta. I am the soul of public health. Well, today, the mic is going to be turned on me. This should be interesting. Um, I'm going to answer all the questions that you may possibly want to know and why I'm doing this podcast, why it's important. But let me not answer the questions, which I'm so used to doing. Let me allow the person who's going to be interviewing me um, do so, my producer. And um, hey, yeah, let's, uh, let's get started. Okay, so the first question says, who are you? And is this your passion or calling and why? Hmm, who am I? So I think this is important to say, uh, who am I? Hmm. Well, my mom's name is Lucille and my dad's name is Joe. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> they made me, so maybe we should ask them that question, who I am. But no, really. So I am... Um, I'm a scientist in all things. Um, I'm from Mississippi, Laurel, Mississippi. That's where I was born. I went to high school in Biloxi, Mississippi. It's important to claim both. Um, I don't want to get beat up. I, I'm from Laurel, but I'm from Biloxi too. So yeah, I, I'm from Laurel and Biloxi. And then I went to Tuskegee, T-U, you know. And um, from Tuskegee, I got here in Atlanta. And I started off being a biology and chemistry major um, at Tuskegee, but later um, found my passion after getting a master's in biology and chemistry um, to be public health. I initially, oh, I want to be a doctor. That's what I thought. But I later learned that it's important to give people information, educate them. And I learned that I'm more of a proactive person. And so I landed in public health. So I am public health because I want to be able to educate people that look like me. I want to be able to help people um, not be intimidated to go to the doctor. I want to empower them with knowledge about um, their sales, about health concerns. And so, yeah, um, I don't I don't know if I remember all the questions you said. Who am I? <laughs> I'm married. I have uh, a supportive husband and I have a wonderful um, 16 year old daughter who will be going off to college really soon and I'm going to miss her. But what what are the questions? Now? Who am I? Yes. OK, so. The next question says, why a podcast and why now? Hmm. That's a very, very, very good question. So why a podcast? Because in order to reach the audience that I need to reach for a change or to help educate, then I need to do a podcast. And because the hope is, is that people will listen, they'll tell their friends, they'll tell their family and they'll help, help to educate themselves and empower themselves with making better decisions. So that was important of having the podcast and why now? Um, because there's no other better, there's no better time to start than now in doing um, the podcast. So that should answer why the podcast and why now?
Okay, so the next question is, how did you come up with your title, The Rhythm Notes of Public Health? The Rhythm Notes of Public Health. Well, it's really, really simple, mm, I guess to me, but I guess to the listening audience, um, rhythm because your heart beats at a pace and sometimes it speeds up, sometimes it slows down. When you're excited, it kind of speeds up. When you are calm, it, it kind of slows down, but it has a rhythm. If you go to the cardiologist, it'll say, um, let's see what the rhythm of your heart is. Let's, let's, let's do this EKG that, that tells you about the rhythm. And I think that we, um, as human beings, are made up of this rhythmic processes of how things work together. In addition to that, if you know me, then you know that I am no music, no life. And so music is rhythm. And so for me, it was combining my love of music with my love of science and my love of health and public health. And so hence, it's how I came up with the rhythm notes of public health. And notes because, of course, the music notes. And then notes because I'm giving you a tidbit of a subject matter enough for you to educate yourself, enough for you to go and want to do further research. And hence the note, and hence not book, or hence not um, theses, but hence, hence the rhythm notes. And the public health is clear because it's a public thing that needs to be occur and go to people. Okay, so our next question is, why is it important that you have music on your podcast? Uh, well, it's, it's important that I have the music on the podcast. Um, are you meaning the, the feature artists or just music in general? Just music in general. Music in general. So music in general is important to have on the podcast because, again, I music stimulates. Um, well, let me tell you about music. Music takes me back to the moment, the minute, the second of something happened. It can be a good memory or it can be a exciting memory or it can be a memory that's not as pleasant. But it takes me right back um, to, I, there, as a matter of fact, I often say there's a song that I can hear. Um, this is our fucking the road. And I can remember being a kid, being in Laurel, Mississippi, and going to kindergarten and being in the back of the station wagon. Yeah, I said station wagon, because back then the station wagons were really big. I can remember being in the back of the station wagon, and I can remember the, I can, I can remember it raining one morning we were going to kindergarten, and I remember the lady wipers going, swish, and it was going to that song. So every time I hear this, and I don't know if she played that song often, but every time I hear that song, it takes me back to me being in kindergarten and hearing that song playing in the on the radio in the lady's car who was transporting us to um, kindergarten. So music is very important in stimulating you into things you want to do. Everything that I do is music. I wake up in the morning time, I'm listening to music. I take a shower, I'm listening to music. I'm in, the, in my car, I'm listening to music. Music really and truly stimulates me. It's not the same for everybody. Some people like TV, some people like science, some people like reading. For me, it's music. I am truly no music, no life. So it was important, again, for me to incorporate that into my love of science and public health music 
Okay, so our next question says, why an advisory team of doctors? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Our next question says, why an advisory team of doctors? Oh, that's a very good question. So um, why an advisory team of doctors? So, so it was important for me, I'm public health, what I know is public health, and I know an array of topics, but what is important for me is to have a person or persons who have a specialty in these health notes that we're going to be talking about. We, myself and the doctors, we often talk about um, social media and followers and, and people giving you rhetoric of a subject matter and Google, you, you ask in, uh, Google or Siri to, to, to tell you something and they tell you, hey, this is what this is, but there is no um, evidence base of, is this information true? And doctors are coming, you'll go to the doctor and they'll say, don't come in here and tell me what the internet told you. So it was important for me to, if we're going to be talking about subject matters, we're going to be talking about things that concern people that look up, look like us. If we're going to be talking about um, issues that we're going through, then it's important for me as a public health educator to have a, a doctor or a specialist who this is what they do. This is their specialty. This is this is what they do day in and day out. And so they're able to give you factual information. They've gone to school. They've gotten their accreditations. They are accredited. And so it was important for me to have a team of doctors that I can call on for subject matters to present to you. And 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 um, and getting this advisory team, it was a vetting process in getting them. It, it, anybody couldn't be a part of um, the Black Pink advisory team. It was a vetting process in getting these um, doctors or specialists uh, or special, with specialties inside of this. Okay, so with that being said, our, lex our next question is, how you decide who will be a part of Black Pink's advisory team? Can any doctor be a part of the team? Uh, how do I decide? And can any doctor? No. So I, I have this thing now where I've gone through like a couple uh, cardiologists, if you will, because um, cardiologists are, um, they're, they're a specialist, right? And they tend to be very matter of fact. And so if mostly when you go to the cardiologist, your nerves are bad, um, they're, they're, they, they can be a bit stoic and you may not hear anything that they're saying. So it was important for me in I'm just using this cardiologist for an example, to get a person, a doctor who had um, people skills so that so, so that we can receive the information that we're getting from the doctor and also a doctor that is, who know their stuff. So the answer, so I've gone through a couple of cardiologists to say, uh, no, I think you'll be a good fit. And, and the other thing that I wanted to be able to have is a doctor who um, prescribe medications or what you hear me talk about a lot on the rhythm notes of public health, um, synthetic drugs. And those are the drugs that are made in the, in the lab. And, um, and doctors give you prescriptions. Most times, most often, those are prescription uh, synthetic drugs. And so I wanted to be able to give, I have doctors on part of um, our advisory team who would give you synthetic drugs, but also give you um, an 
who who would have a holistic approach and give you some natural remedies of things that you may be able to cure what you have going on or keep it from coming back. So those things were important in me vetting the doctors who were who would be a part of the Black Pink advisory team. So you you can't just pick up the phone and say, hey, I want to be a part of the Black Pink advisory team. It is a vetting process and because I want to be able to refer these doctors. And in order to refer them, I have to put my Black Pink certification stamp on to say, hey, this is a Black Pink certified doctor. This is a good referral for you. And that's important for me because I don't want people going to the doctors that I went to the doctor. They had horrible bedside manners. They didn't explain to me. They only give me synthetic drugs or prescription drugs. And so, so having those particular um, bullet points uh, checked off was important in um, getting, or uh, you being a part of the uh, Black Pink advisory team. So I'm excited about the doctors that have met with me, talked with me. Um, I've bled their ear on what I'm looking to, my, my um, the approach that I'm looking to get the information out to people and they're on board, they're excited. They also want to be able to get information to people who look like me. Okay, so the ninth question states, let's talk about health disparities and medicine. I'm sorry. The next question states, let's talk about health disparities and medicine. Health disparities in medicine. Well, that is why I am in public health. So health disparities. Hmm. The despair is, or disparities, the despair is, is that we as Black people, Afro-descendants, or Black people, there's information out there and we may not, under, we may, most oftentimes we're intimidated by the information because Doctors, people in the medical community use words that we don't understand what we call medical jargon. And so we don't understand those words. And so we need words that are um, good for a layman person, for the common person, for, the, for a common patient who comes in. We need words that they'll be able to understand, not words that um, you don't understand. And so help when we talk about health disparities though that's one of the big things in me being a health educator it's important to me is that we know what we're dealing with and we only know that if we understand if we don't understand that is a health disparity that is a reason for us to say we're not going to go to the doctor mm, they're going to tell me this they're going to put me in the hospital and everything that goes on with you may not be something that needs to go to the hospital right but we may think that because we're not educated or we don't understand what it is and so having health disparities it causes us to say we're not going to take care of something because we don't understand it. We we don't we don't understand what our blood pressure numbers are. We don't understand what's the norm. We don't understand what our heart rate should be. Those things of us not knowing are health disparities because the doctors know. And if you go to a doctor, any doctor, you should be able to understand your, what your blood pressure is and what your blood pressure number is because. That's what most of all of them do. But when they don't do that and we don't ask questions and these things aren't readily available to people of color or, or Black people or Afro-descendants, then, then that becomes a health disparity. In addition to that, there are many health disparities in which we will talk about here on our podcast. We not having health insurance. We not understanding why we should go to the emergency room, what it's really for. It's for an emergency. It's not for a stomach ache that has been going 
going on for three days. Your doctor is for that. So because we don't know those things and we go to the emergency room often and we don't know when to go to the doctor and when to go to the emergency, we now are not informed. And that is a health disparity. There are so many health disparities when it comes to Black people, people of color, Afro-descendants, till that is one of the main reasons that public health is um, where we are today and why we need more people of color to look like us. And so we can get the information out to each other, to our families, to our friends, to help educate them. And so there won't be the despair or disparities of us not knowing. We will know at that point. Okay, so the next question states, what are your hopes of this podcast? So that goes back to the, the, the question that was asked before of the health disparities. My hope in doing this podcast is that number one, we decrease the health disparities in our community. And in addition to that, my hope is that we're able to empower at least one person, right? Because if we're able to empower one person, then most oftentimes we're going to inspire two and three and four and five. And so once we started getting the information out and people are start talking about things that they're uncomfortable about, once they once we start empowering them on what your blood pressure numbers are, what your normal heart rate is, what your diabetes numbers are, right? Then people will start to make better health decisions on what they should do. Once we educate what sugar is, what is sugar? And once we educate What's salt? What is salt? Because most often people think there's just the things that we shake, but we know that sugar is in bread, sugar is in yogurt, sugar is in ketchup, and salt is probably also. And we put these things in these foods, some to have the shelf life of the food and some so because we like the taste of it, right? But we still have to be educated to make good decisions and know that if I had this yesterday, then don't have it again today, have it the day, have it the next day. But so the goal is to empower people with information about their foods, about their health, uh, about health, health education. So then they can make better decisions about their sales and make better decisions about going to the doctor because it is no longer okay that we live to be 90 if we're in wheelchairs and on crutches and can't move around that we learn that we keep these muscles going and moving, we can still move around. That's my hope. My hope is to change just one person. And if I'm lucky enough to change one, I'll change a million. Okay, that was a very good answer. The last question is, why do you call yourself the soul of public health? Ah, Yeah, so the soul of public health. The obvious reason, right? Well, number one, because I got soul. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. So, but the but the but the main reason is I, I said I'm the soul of, of public health mainly because um, of the rhythm notes, right? And that I'm combining my love and and my love for science and and yourself and the rhythms of how you're put together and the rhythm of music, and I'm combining that with the love of Black people. 
I always say, if I die three times, I still come back as black. So I love black people. I love everything about black people. I like the soul of black people. Well, I'm not the only one who loves black people. Everybody loves black people because everybody wants to have souls and everybody wants to be black, right? And so me coining myself as the soul of public health is for those reasons that I gave and mainly is because I am for people of color for black people everybody has a person and me while information that I give is for other people can take the information and empower themselves with it I have a main audience in mind and that's the people of color that's the people who have soul who really have soul who are the creators and the inventors of soul and so that's why I am the soul of public health Okay, well, that concludes our questions. Why, thank you so very much. And and speaking of, we talked about the music, but I wanted to make sure that I talked about my uh, Rhythm Notes of Public Health um, theme music here playing in the background. You hear it. I worried people, but um, you got to know someone who knows someone. And lucky for me, I knew someone who is a super producer who produces for a lot, a lot of people. And I have known him for a lot of years. And I reached out and I said, hey, listen, I need a track for my podcast. And um, he had a particular song that he wanted me to hear. And he, is he, and he said, while I'm looking for that song, I have another track out. I want to let you hear. And he played this track that you hear in the background that you've been hearing play over and over. He played that track and instantly I said, that's it. Like, that's the track. And he said to me that, but I wanted you to hear another track. And I said, no, but I don't want to hear another track. Like, that's it. Like, that's the track for me. And he explained to me that he had given this track to a couple of popular art artists who names I won't name, but very popular, mainstream. And that they had, they said, basically, I don't want that track. And it went to like three different people and they, they didn't want the track. And I said, it's because it, it's for me. It's for the rhythm notes of, of, of public health. That's my track. And so I want to give a huge, huge, a uh, shout out to um, the super producer Wally Morris. And um, thank you so much for my Rhythm Notes of Public Health soundtrack. So thank you. Whew. Whew. I made it past that uh, mic turn. I don't know if I like the whole mic turn thing, but I knew those questions that you wanted to know because people are asking me those questions. So I wanted to make sure that I kind of. Um, talked about that. But I also want to talk about um, at the end of every podcast, I will be featuring um, an artist talking about music because it's important to me that um, artists get their music to you. You may not know about them. I am a lover of independent music because they're not controlled by what we should, good music is. They give us good music and we may not always hear it because it's not mainstream. It's, it's, it's not on the radio, but it's good music. So it is my goal, but you will hear some songs that you've heard on the radio, but it is my goal to bring to you music, good music that you haven't heard. Um, artists that are really really phenomenal in their field and they should be heard so that that that's one of my main goals and I've been reaching out to artists and they are excited to be a part of 
uh, the Rhythm Notes of Public Health podcast. And so I'm excited about bringing them to you. And I'm very excited about um, getting started with the things that we need to talk about here in our community. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, my name is Kai Ianta Burks. WG. <laughs> I had to say that. But I'm the soul of public health. Thank you for tuning in and bye until next time.